For the ones who work hard to ensure their crew can always go the extra mile. And the ones who get in early so everyone can go home on time. There's Granger, Offering professional-grade supplies backed by product experts so you can quickly and easily find what you need. Plus, you can count on access to a committed team ready to go the extra mile for you. Call, clickgranger.com or just stop by. Granger, For the ones who get it done. Recorded live. Amen. Hallelujah. Bless the Lord, oh my soul, and all that is within me. Bless his holy his name. I will bless the Lord, bless the Lord, oh my soul, and all that is within me, bless his holy, his name, cause he has done great things. He has done great things. He has done great things. Bless his holy his name. Hallelujah. We want to say bless the Lord, oh, my soul. Amen. Hi, Sharon Saunders is in the house. Bless your soul today. Bless our Sharon Saunders. Amen. Glory be to God. We have been doing such a wonderful job with this here. We're on day eight. Amen. Of It's my people. I know my book is kind of beat up, but I've had it for years, and I use it whenever I'm praying for our government. And I think this is a good time, such as now, to be praying for our government. I thank God. And I see the Apostle Barnhouse is in the house. Amen. Glory be to God. I really wanted to do some serious teaching tonight. If you look on my page, I would like for you to open that that up that I just put up there. And it says, who's got the right to vote when? I want to go through this tonight because... Amen, glory be. Blessings, blessings, blessings. I want y'all to understand how this voting system works. The more each day comes by, the more information I'm going to get. I'm so glad that we are taping this on Facebook Live. Now, I want you guys to go back through the teachings as I'm teaching this. Amen, glory be to God. And I want you to go back and study this. Get out the rest of the information, amen, because I just give you a little teeny bit because I have a time span. But I just, I'm just throwing this out here because, like I said, you know, the Bible teaches us that my people perish for lack of knowledge. And this is the reason why we're in the trouble that we're into today, because of the lack of knowledge. I don't want us to perish. I don't want us to die. I don't want us to die with the insufficiency, amen, of not knowing. Amen. 
Praise the Lord. Prophet Parker is in the house. Can you say hello, Prophet Parker? Amen. Glory be to God. Hello. Hello. Hello, everybody. Praise him. Praise the Lord, everybody. So I'm going to get a special guest to come and join us in a couple of weeks. His name is Alfred Owens, and he's one of our constituents right here in Boston, Massachusetts. And he's been fighting for quite a few laws that's been happening here towards us. And I, it was so interesting for me to hear them from him that I heard the Lord say, tell him you want him to come and join you on the line, that for you for him to call in and to talk about some of these laws that for us people as Christians that have churches and leaders that have churches, some of the laws is going to, that's going to make it a little bit deep, difficult for us to preach the gospel. Amen. Glory be to God. And, I mean, somebody once told me that I would have a church without walls. And I said, Lord, the way the bathroom bill is going, you'd be better off not having a full church. Amen. Glory be to God. With the full walls and bathrooms and all this stuff, because if you're outdoors, they can't regulate the, the what's going on in the field. Amen. Glory be to God. Because isn't that what Jesus taught all the people? No, they didn't have outhouses or bathrooms. They had to go where they could go. Amen. Glory be to God. And I, I, it's just I want to learn so much more. Yeah, true. I'm serious. So amen. Glory be to God. So so many people are running to find buildings. I got to get me a building. I got to find me a building. And now they're causing all the problems towards the building. Amen. Glory be to God. So we really need to be mindful of what's going on at the state house. Amen. Glory be to God. We need to learn about the different laws that are coming in that's going to affect us as a people. Amen. Glory be to God. Welcome, Superintendent Dorothy Green. We bless the Lord for your life and you here being here today. Amen. So I thought that this was a real, yeah, Lord have mercy. Yes. We do we do. Amen. Glory be to God. I wanna bless the I wanna bless the Lord for uh one of my spiritual daughters and her name is Trina Wiley and she's in Black Duck, Minnesota. Uh she has acres and acres and acres of land. And the Indians, the five nation of Indians, come on her land and on her lawn every morning so that she can teach them the gospel. And she's not only teaching them that, but she's teaching them the laws. She's teaching them about incest and about doing all these other things that they're doing that's not godly. And I, I have to commend the woman of God, amen, um, which we're looking towards and we're going to hold our hands tight, <laughs> amen. 2018, we're having our first convocation, and I got quite a few awards that I want to give out to some of the people that belongs to In Divine. And I really bless the Lord for their life because they really have been outstanding. Amen. Glory be to God. And she is one of them. I, I really, I am very um, impressed how she carries herself despite what she's going through. She is, she really has shown herself to be a true example of God. Amen. Um, glory be to God. And even down to uh, my daughter, Debbie, De uh, Debbie Taylor, uh, she's been going through a lot, but I, I basically love the fact that she has the survivor 
amen, instinct in her, that she shall not die but live and proclaim the works of the Lord. So we're talking about all of these different awards that's going to come through for those that have been improved, those that have came up, who was down in the gutter. I didn't think they, God couldn't change them, but we're going to be talking about all these different awards. And glory be to God. And then at the close of this conference, my bishop and my apostle, I love Apostle Rodney Jackson. I always have him around. Amen. Susan knows about him. But the two of them will be um, consecrating all of In the Vine together. So start saving your pennies and nickels and dimes because even the Lord blessed us with new types of licenses where I'm not making them by hand anymore. They're actually going to be lasered on and with the picture, and it's going to be it's, – it's not going to be something that can come apart. I mean, they God really upped the way that – yes, Lord. <laughs> and God really upped the way that we've done some things over the years. So he's improved our lives. He's improved some of the stuff that we're doing. And now, yes, we are looking for a building. We've been touching and agreeing together. Amen. Glory be to God. Like I said, save your money. This will not happen until October 6, 2018. So I want everybody to be prepared. Amen. Be prepared because we're having this conference. I'm going to talk to two different pastors because if we don't have our own building, I know two people who may be able to. It'll be here in Boston. It will be here in Boston. And October 6th is a nice time of the year around here. It's fall. It's very beautiful. A lot of stuff is out um, because of the holidays. So it would be nice to have the people of God come from wherever they're at here to Boston. Everybody loves coming to visit Boston, but they say they leave here broke because there's too many places to go shopping at here, too many restaurants here, the different ethnic food from all over, and it just really, just, uh, just really, the, it, the taste buds just anticipates all the different flavors. <laughs> so glory be to God. So that's 2018. We're working on that right now. Um, I'll probably be asking one more person to join us in preparation for that. And uh, uh, I'm hoping if we don't get a church, we could probably get a hotel room. We'll get a, we'll get one of the conference rooms in one of the hotels and just to do it and to uh, get the hotel rooms that's right there so everybody can come in and out and go as they come and please. And I think this will be a blessed time in the Lord, and I want to get one of the duck tour buses to come by and pick pick you guys up and give you the tour of Massachusetts. And the duck tour bus is really great because that bus is uh it goes from land to water and back on the land. So it'd be amazing for you guys to see that in action. Yeah. <laughs> Superintendent there's too many places to eat here. <laughs> Amen. Lots of shopping here. We have so many malls. Oh, my God, this is too much to do here. So save your pennies, your nickels, your dimes, your quarters. Amen. Glory be to God. And, uh, uh, you know, prepare, prepare. I'm going to make sure that the rooms are reasonable. Amen. Glory be to God so we can have the conference. It's um, the, It'll be our first convocation. It'll only be for the weekend. 
So it'll be from Friday to Sunday, and it'll end there. Oh, my God. Father, in the name of Yeshua Jesus, we rebuke the enemy. Hallelujah. Are coming and attacking Susan's computer. We rebuke viruses and Trojans. Father, right now, I rebuke, drop, uh, hallelujah, drop packets, hallelujah, of internet service. Hallelujah, I rebuke streams being slowed and streamlined because too many has gathered together all at one time. Amen. Call in to shoot, talk to Amen. Glory be to God. Call in to talk to She called the truth talk. Amen. Glory be to God. We thank you for all things. In Yeshua Jesus' name we pray. Amen. And, and guess what? D, Prophet Dion Parker will be cooking us a dish just for, just for us. Amen. So glory be to God. I'm looking towards to see all the singers, the readers, the teachers, the people who's going to be doing classes. Amen. Glory be to God. Hallelujah. I'm looking forward. I'm hoping to get Pastor James Moore here to do some Torah teaching. Amen. Somebody say yay. Amen. And my bishop will be here. We're going to bless the Lord for her life, Archbishop Lisa Kelly Tate, Alicia Kelly Tate. We bless the Lord for her life. She is my bishop. Amen. Glory be to God, soon to be Archbishop. We bless the Lord for the Archbishop. Amen. Glory be to God. And we're going to be in there to support her. Amen. Glory be to God. But she will. (laughs) Yes. (laughs) Yes. Yeah, Dion Park is supposed to be opening up a truck here, y'all. And I feel sorry for her because Superintendent Green says she's going to be right at the truck window waiting for her to open it. That's if she waits. Amen. Glory be to God. So hallelujah. We want to bless the Lord, bless the life. Amen. We want to bless everybody. Uh, I will let everybody know when we get all of this stuff together and when we start, when everybody should start uh, putting down deposits. Amen. <laughs> I know. I know. <laughs> So if you go to my page, you will see a picture there, amen, that says, who's got the right to vote when? So I would like for everybody to pick that up, amen, glory be to God, and open that up if you get the opportunity, amen, because I think it's so much better when you can see what I'm talking about. They have lots of awesome pictures here. They really don't go with what they, what what um the topic is talking about, but I like the fact that they brought in these pictures so we can get a good visual or somewhat of a visual. Amen. So we're starting with 1776. At the beginning, only people who own land can vote. Can you imagine when the beginning of this voting thing started, the only way you could get a vote in edgewise is if you owned a piece of property, a piece of land. If you did not have any land, you could not do it. It says, only people who own land can vote. Declaration of Independence signed. Right to vote during the colonial and revolutionary periods is restricted to property owners, most of whom are white male Protestants over the age of 21. But New Jersey's constitution of the same year emphasized all adults inhabitants who owned a specific amount of property, including 
women. Amen. Glory be to God. 1787, no federal voting standards. States decide who can vote. So now they're opening up this policy of voting, and now states can tell tell you who can vote, whether you only the males can vote, the females, the uh, the the Protestant males, or amen, because at the time they wouldn't allow African Americans to, to um, even vote at that time. I don't even know if any of them was. Yeah, they were. Yeah, amen. Glory be to God. So U.S. Constitution is adopted because there is no agreement on the national standard for voting rights. States are given the power to regulate their own voting laws. In most cases, voting remains in the hands of the white male landowners. So here they are. They still had, amen, glory be to God, they still was able to dominate when it came to voting. Amen. 1790, only white men can become citizens and vote. 1790, naturalization law had passed. It explicitly states that only free white immigrants can become naturalized citizens. Can you imagine being a naturalized citizen on grounds that you have stolen from somebody else? I mean, this is just unreal. I just couldn't believe it. It's like, are you for real? Did they really say that? But it's here it is, right here in black and white. Amen. 1792, no need to own property in New Hampshire. So glory be to God. She said New Hampshire became the first state to eliminate its property requirements, thereby extending the right to vote to almost all free white men. Amen. Glory be to God. 1807, New Jersey woman banned from voting. Amen. Glory be to God. New Jersey renews its law to deny women the right to vote. For the next 113 years, women will not be able to vote in any United States. Isn't that crazy? For the next 113 years, women are not allowed to vote. So they just took it away from us all together. And, and that was just that was just not even correct in its own sense. A law of the Maryland uh concerning religion. Religion is no issue. Now this happened in 1828. Maryland becomes the last state to remove religious restrictions when it passes legislating legislation emphasizing Jews. White men could no longer be denied the right to vote on the basis of their religion. So amen. So if you was a certain type of religion, and at that time, Protestants was the one that ruled the most. So if you weren't Protestant, you you could not vote. Amen. I think it's Protestant and Baptist. They were the top two at the time. Women's rights to convention, oh, 1848, anti-slavery and women rights activists unite. This is 1848. Women rights convention held in Seneca Falls, New York. Frederick Douglass, a newspaper editor and a former slave, attends the event and gives a speech supporting universal 
voting rights. His speech helped to convince the convention to adopt a resolution calling for voting rights for women. Praise be to God. 1848, citizenship granted. Yeah, amen. Citizenship granted, but voting is denied. The Treaty of Guadalupe and Hidalgo ends the Mexican-American War and guarantees United States citizenship to the Mexicans living in the territories conquered by the U.S. However, English language was a requirement and violent intimidation limit of access to the voting rights. Amen. So we got to understand that as, they, as these states was coming on, amen, and we was acquiring their people, they had to put in these other stipulations so that they made sure that they was able to vote correctly and that they understood what they was voting for because if you can't speak English, you can't read it, you ain't able to write it. Amen. 1856. Wow, you too? What's going on with you and you and uh Apostle uh, Barnhouse? Y'all stuff is just messing up tonight. Amen. <laughs> Amen. Father, we rebuke it in the name of Jesus. Stabilize it. Hallelujah. The devil is a liar and the truth ain't in him. Don't want you guys to know the truth, and the truth shall set you free. Come on. 1856, all states allow white men to vote. North Carolina is the last state to remove property ownership as a requirement to vote. Now, all of these states have already come into line. And here it is, North Carolina was the last state to remove the property ownership. So, amen. Thank you. We're glad to have you back. Amen. Isn't that something that's just like I was finding out when I was in Missouri, that Missouri was the last state. (laughs) Oh, amen. If I was at the last state. Amen. Glory be to God. Missouri was the last state to free the slaves. So here we are. We're learning about these history notes, and we're like, wow, I can't believe that somebody would stop a person from doing this. But, you know, even today, amen, glory be to God, we're still dealing with the ignorance. We're still dealing with the hatred, the hate crimes. Amen. Glory be to God. We're still dealing with uh, glory be to God with, uh, I hate when words don't come to me, amen, but we're dealing with that. We're dealing, we're dealing with ignorance at a, a certain level. Former slaves granted citizenship. The 14th Amendment to the Un- United States Constitution passed, and citizenship is defined and granted to the former slaves, voters. However, are explicitly defined as male. Although the amendment forbade, forbids states from denying any rights of citizenship, voting regulations is still left in the hands of the state. So here we are. We've already done heard back here what Frederick Douglass spoke. 
1848 and to get the rights for women so that they can vote. But here we go back here in 1868. Glory be to God. And it's 20 years later. It's 1868. So some slaves can vote and some slaves cannot. Oh, yes, yeah, Sister Green. There, a lot of states are, were very slow, even though the laws was out there. It took them a while to finally get on board and do what they were supposed to do. Amen. I was watching the movie Hidden Figures, and I never forget that woman came. Um, and Hidden Figures is a true story, so if you haven't seen it, please take your time to watch it. And they were talking about the woman came and she went to court because she wanted to become, uh, um, she wanted to become uh, um, not a scientist, but she, uh, an uh, engineer. She wanted to become an engineer. Amen. And while she was trying to be this engineer, she couldn't do it because the stipulation, I know, the stipulation was she had to take additional classes. And the classes where she's supposed to take a math were both in a segregated schools, and they were by all, only white people went to them. And she had to go to court to fight for her right to take a class so she can be the an engineer's training, and yet I like how she uh, stood up and proposed it to him because she said, look, she said, I'm sorry. She said, but, you know, just like you was first in all the things that you do, she said, there is unheard of or unseen that a black woman will take an engineer's class in a segregated school, but she said, I'm sorry, sir, but I must be the first. Sometimes you got to stand up and be the first. If you got to be the first of what you got to do of your art and your craft or whoever you are, then sometimes you just got to be the one to stand up. You got to break those barriers. You got to break those chains. Amen. Glory be to God. I, I'm thankful because God has given us new opportunities to find ways to break those chains. Amen. I love the fact that now that we have more more ways of getting the gospel out, amen, to bring the teachings out that we could not do before. We would only do it on a smaller scale because guess what? If you was competing with the church next door and the one across the street, everybody may not get the same word, amen? But I'm thankful because we have the Internet. We have different places where we can go on the Internet, meet up with people so that the gospel can get out to not just um, here in your state, but it go, it flows out to other states. It flows out to other countries. Now, see how I did that? Because that's God enlarging your coast, enlarging your territory. Amen. They sing that song, God enlarge my territory. Amen. People are intimidated by what they don't know. And it's a shame because a lot of people won't even research what they should know. It's bad. It's really bad. I mean, sometimes people are, they like to hide in the lies and they'd rather not hear the truth. Because even the Bible teaches us that God said it once upon a time, um, once upon a time I winked at your ignorance. And that's how he put it. I winked at your ignorance. But now that you know the word and you know the truth, I no longer am going to weak and ignore it. I'm going to hold you responsible for what you know now. So now that you know the truth, you're in trouble. 
You can't go back to your old ways and say, well, God, I didn't know that. Well, you, he was right there. God is everywhere. Amen? So glory be to God. Hallelujah. <laughs> 1870, vote cannot be denied because of race explicitly. So other discrimination tactics are used. So they can't, they, now they can't get you on race. Race was the biggest issue of all. You're black, you know we don't take black folks here. It's the law of the state. It ain't the law, it ain't the federal law, but it's the state law. Amen. If the state says you can't vote here, then you can't vote here. Amen. Glory be to God. Fifteenth um, Amendment passed. It states that the right to vote cannot be denied by the federal or state government based on race. However, soon after some states began to enact measures such as voting taxes and literacy tests, that restricts the actual ability of the African Americans to register to vote. Violence uh, and other intimidation taxes are also used. So what they're saying is, is that they gave them tests. If they didn't pass the test, they weren't allowed to vote. If they didn't pay taxes or didn't vote on the right type of taxes, you weren't allowed to vote. Amen, glory be to God. If if that didn't work, then they resulted to violence and intimidation. So these were the tactics that was put in so that they would not vote. Because this is what I'm trying to tell you as a people. When we don't vote, see this here? This is how important the vote is. They would, the same tactics they using then, they use it now. But they're using our ignorance against us. Amen. I'm sorry, if you're listening and you don't agree with me, so be it. But this is how they've been working against us. Ignorance. Ignorance is not bliss. I'm telling you this right now. Come on. So them intimidating us or telling us that we're too dumb, we're too slow, we don't know what we're talking about. Yes, they're absolutely right because we don't learn about how what our government is, what the government does, how do how do our vote, amen, can change what's happening in that White House? Amen. It's our vote that can bring somebody down or push somebody out or get somebody engrafted in. It's up to us. Amen. 1872. Women tried to vote. Susan B. Anthony, anybody remember her, is arrested and brought to trial in Rochester, New York, for attempting to vote in the presidential election. At the same time, Sojourner Truth, a former slave and advocate for justice and equality, appears at the polling booth in Grand Rapids, Michigan. I wish Tracy was here. Amen. That's where she lives. Demanding a ballot, she is turned away. We don't even want to be bothered with you. Just go on. Just go on. 18, now, here we go. This is 1872. Now, we know we didn't heard all the way back here. 1848. Now, we're 1872. Women still ain't voting. But yet, they were convinced to vote way back then. See how progress is slow? 
When it's when it's stuff when it's for the good, it's slow. But when it's something horrible, it's as quick as it can be. It just comes in, do do its destruction and go. But when it comes to progress of change for equality, amen, for prosperity, oh my God, for the quality of life, amen, glory be to God. It is too they there you go, Superintendent Green. It is too slow. It, it takes this little time to really come in and, and make the change that is supposed to come. Our, our United States did not get into a deficit over a period of years. It literally happened overnight. But now it is taken seriously so slow that they cannot even get this deficit down after one, two, three, four four president terms, and it still is the highest deficit they ever seen. And yet, and still, progress is slow when it comes to making a change. Amen. 1870, 1876, now, I, when I saw this, I, I almost hit the floor. I, I just didn't understand this one. Indigenous people cannot vote. The Supreme Court rules that Native Americans are not citizens and are defined by the 14th Amendment and thus cannot vote. How in the world are you going to come in my house, set up residence, and tell me I can't vote on what color paint I can put on my walls? Are you serious? <laughs> yeah, amen. That is crazy. You come in my house, and I tell you I want chicken, but you tell me I don't got the right to decide anything in my own house? I didn't understand that. But this is what the stuff people put up with over the years. Amen? 1882. Chinese cannot be American. Are you for real? <sighs> Thank you. <laughs> the Chinese Exclusion Act bars people of Chinese ancestry from naturalizing to become U.S. citizens. Boy, if they can take the vote away from you, they would, wouldn't they? 1887, the Assimilations of the Right to Vote. Dow's Act passed. It grants citizenship to Native Americans who gave up their tribal affiliations. They had to give up their tribal affiliations and traditions so that they could vote. I mean, that's just unreal. That's just unreal. So I had to give up me knowing God, loving God, praying to him. So now you're telling me I no longer can pray to God. I no longer can fast. I no longer can celebrate. Amen. I no longer can speak my language if I want to um, want to vote in your election. Great. I, I understand now. Okay. <laughs> uh, 1890, Wyoming admitted to the statehood and became the first state to legislate 
of voting for women in this Constitution. Let's speak it up for Wyoming. Amen. Somebody give Wyoming some praise because they found somebody got some sense in here, and it was Wyoming. Amen. Glory be to God. Hallelujah. <laughs> and mind you, that happened in 1890. Now, mind you, we go all the way back. And they told them back in 1848, but now we're now in 1890, and women are starting to vote. Amen. 1890 also, indigenous people must apply for citizenship. Amen. Okay. Now you tell me I can't vote. You moved into my house. You tell me I can't change the paint color. You tell me I can't choose what kind of food I want. You're telling me I no longer can cha- to, uh, choose or vote for what kind of kind of clothes we want to wear. And now you're telling me I have to apply to live in my own house. Really? Okay. Indigenous people must apply for citizenship. The Indian Naturalization Act grants citizenship to Native Americans whose applications are approved, similar to the process of immigrant naturalization. Really? I'm I'm just blown. This is their land. You did not find this country empty. They were here first. You came here with your diseases. You came here killing folks. China took over their land and took it from him. <laughs> she said, okay, I'm done now. I'm done. Amen. <laughs> Amen. She said, okay, I'm done now. This is it. This is ridiculous. I'm serious, and this is what we had to, this is what voting put up with for all these years. Amen. So it says, women march from um, 1912 to, to the 13th. Women march for voting rights. Women led voting rights marches through New York and Washington, D.C. Amen. 1919, military service, citizenship for Native Americans. Native Americans who served in the military during World War I are granted U.S. citizenship. You mean to tell me we had to wait until World War I to grant them their citizenship? Okay, but they had to fight first. <laughs> Dion, man, she says you you listen. You teaching the wrong stuff right now. Okay, all right. That's nineteen nineteen now, mind you. Um, nineteen twenty. Right to vote extended to women. Now, see how many times they had to go back to women, go back to men, go back to the go back to the Indians. Go back, go back, because the the law they made the first time still wasn't clear enough. So they had to redo the law and do it again, make another one. That's why the amendment goes up. It goes from 14 to 15 to 18 to 19. Amen. Glory be to God. So 1920, the 19th Amendment passed, giving women the right to vote on both state and federal elections. Somebody say hallelujah. <laughs> You're in a history class. <laughs> I know they're already citizens, but this is what they did. Amen. So Asians and white citizens. The Green Court rules that the people of Japanese heritage 
are ineligible to become naturalized citizens. <laughs> In the next year, the court finds that Asian Indians are also not eligible to be naturalized. Are you serious? Asian Indians. Wow. I mean, they were finding all kinds of reasons. Now, do you, do you, I hope you're hearing the, the process here. I'm hoping you're understanding as you're listening to this, why am I talking about this? Because our government, amen, they found anything they could to distract us from not voting. I'm so glad. I mean, the young people today, really take advantage of the fact that they don't they choose not to vote when many people died as you can see fought for their rights so that they can get a vote and yet and still they're not at the polls voting. Uh, we need to do more as a people. Amen. They don't, but I think it's time for us to step up. Amen and get young people to vote. I mean, they have something called rock the vote for young people now. It's still not enough. We still got to get out there. And as we're evangelizing, we should be evangelizing how and when to vote. Amen. We need to teach them that the presidential election is not the only vote that they should do, that they should also be. Praise the Lord. Kira Hawkins is in the house. Praise God for her. Amen. Thank you. That's what I said. <laughs> they do, and it's unfortunate at the time. That's what they those the people from England. They really was out to conquer and destroy. They they was out to conquer nations to take them for old mother England. Amen. Glory be to God to uh, encapsulate the land for for them. Amen. That's why if I people I wish people understood why we're called New England. We are called New England. Praise the Lord. Shalom, shalom. Praise the Lord. We're so glad to have you, Apostle Barnhouse. Amen. So, yeah. So this is what they did. They went out. They, they went out and they went out to all these different lands and places and they conquered them for all Mother England. They had no choice they they really did not want to come anywhere in peace. I'm sorry. They basically, this is what they did. Amen. They decided to come and destroy and kill and steal. Amen. They come to um, not only steal, but this is why the gold rush happened and all this other stuff, because they were looking for newfound money. Amen. Glory be to God. More ways to obtain monies and to get riches and wealth and gold, and if they can take it from the people that the land belonged to, yes, this is what they did. Amen. So I really think that we take we don't take our voting serious enough. Amen. Glory be to God. And this is where the time, because I'm I'm looking at my my daughter and I'm looking at my grandkids, and now I'm going to start teaching them. It's time to vote. And we got to vote here in the House first to train you guys how to vote. We're going to do it. Let's vote on this. Let's vote on that. Because I want you to understand the, the, the understanding of why voting is important. Amen. So 1922, Asian and white citizens. 
Supreme Court rules that the people of the Japanese heritage, oh, yes, I just read that one, amen, 1924, again, citizenship granted, but voting denied. The Indian Citizenship Act grants citizenship to Native Americans, but many states nonetheless make laws and policies that prohibit Native Americans from voting. Amen? That prohibit. They suck. You mean to tell me we come, we take your land, we put you out your house, we tell you you have to reapply for citizenship to where you used to live, and now um, you're granted citizenship so you can come back in the house, but you still can't vote in there. Okay, all right, I understand. I understand. Not ignorant anymore. It used to be. Okay. <laughs> Learning all of this. Now, all of this is on my page. Go and pull it up. Look at it. Read it. I hope you're reading this with me right now so you can see what I'm saying is true. Amen. Glory be to God. But I, I thought this was so important because when I was reading it, I was like sitting here with my eyes like in my mouth gaped open like, are you for real? <laughs> Amen. 1926. He said, oh, thank you very much. Okay. <laughs> Amen. <laughs> um, 1926, state violence used to prevent people from exercising their right to vote. Amen. While attempting to register to vote in Birmingham, Alabama, a group of African-American women are beaten by election officials. Now, here they had the right to vote. The 19th Amendment did it for them, and yet they are still prevented from them voting. It It just takes a long process for change to come, and I'm so sorry that this happened. I, I I don't know. They really withstood a lot, and I think we need to really educate our young people so they can see this because this could have been their grandmother. This could have been their great-grandmother. They have to think about their bloodline and their lineage, that this happened to them so that they would have the right to have this choice to vote. Amen. Glory be to God. 1947, this is when my mama was two, amen. Miguel Chuela, a Native American and former Marine, sues New Mexico for not allowing him to vote. He wins, and New Mexico and Arizona are required to give a vote to all Native Americans. Isn't that sad? They had to break down and go to court just to give him his right to vote. Amen. It's very sad. I I, I hope it gets better. <laughs> I mean, I've read all of it, but I'm just saying. <laughs> 1952, people witness in Asian ancestry can now vote. McCarran Walter Act grants all people of Asian ancestry the right to become citizens. Yay! <laughs> I really love this page because on the side it tells you what president this came under. Uh, And I didn't, I meant to do that and I forgot. So I'm looking at these little presidents popping up like, oh, yeah, I forgot to do that part. Yes, yes, people did go through a lot. 
our families and, and uh, our grandparents and great-grandparents, we, we have a lot today because of what they did. And we're, we're at this point because of how they fought for us. Amen. Big kids everywhere. President Dwight Eisenhower in 1953. All right. Uh, the 23rd Amendment passed. So citizens of Washington, D.C. can vote for president. <laughs> there wasn't this history, right? <laughs> I know. It gives twenty third amendment passed and citizens of Washington DC can can vote for a president. Can you imagine the White House is right there in DC and the citizens there couldn't vote? <laughs> it gives the citizens of Washington DC the right for right the right to vote for the US president. But to this day, the district residents Nearly half of them African-Americans still do not have voting representation in Congress. What do you mean? I didn't do anything. Something's going on in my chest. 1963, voting rights as a civil, voting rights as civil rights. Amen. Large-scale efforts in the South to register African-Americans to vote are intensified. However, state officials refuse to allow African-Americans to register by using voting taxes, literacy tests, and violent intimidation. Among the efforts launched for its Freedom Summer, in which they nearly a thousand civil rights workers of all races and backgrounds converged on the South to support voting rights. Amen. Glory be to God. 1964. Um, it's this pain shooting all through here. And my jaw is getting tight. Um, I don't know what's going on. It's something trying to stop me from talking. Amen. But I rebuke the devil right now. 1964, no tax required to vote. The 24th Amendment passed, and it guarantees the right to vote in a federal election and will not be denied because of failure to pay any tax. Hello, D'Angelo Diakins. Praise the Lord and welcome. Amen. 1965, grassroots movements forces changes in law. Voting Rights Act, it forbids states from imposing discriminatory restrictions on who can vote and provide mechanisms for the federal government to enforce its provision. Amen. I know. Oh. No, I'm good. I'm good. 1966. Uh, Dion, do you have the page open in front of you? Uh-uh. Uh, uh, no. 
Do I need to go to it? Yeah, because I need to do something that's just responsive. After the legal change, struggle continues for social change. Civil rights activist James Meredith is wounded by a sniper during a solo solo walk against fear voter, voter registration march between Tennessee and Mississippi. Okay, so what... Okay. I'm sorry, Dion. There's a lot of noise in your background. Could you go to some another place that's a little quieter? Or if you could shut the door, please. Thank you. I'll give you a moment. I'll, I'll unmute you. After the legal grasp, Voting Rights Act passed, it forbids states from imposing a discriminatory restriction on who can vote and provides the mechanism of federal federal government to enforce its provisions. 1966, after the legal change, amen, struggle continues for social change. Civil rights activist James Meredith is wounded by a sniper during a solo walk against fear. Voter registration marched between Tennessee and Mississippi The next day, nearly 4,000 African-Americans registered to vote. Other civil rights leaders, such as Martin Luther King Jr. and Stokely Carmichael, continued to march while Meredith healed. Meredith rejoins the march in its conclusion in Mississippi. It has a picture on it. You'll see the picture. It's a black and white picture. And it's right on my page. It's right on my page. Hi, Yolanda. Yolanda, we have a Bible study at my house tomorrow night, so you're welcome to come, and you can bring people with you. Amen. Uh, after the legal change, okay, 1971, voting age is lowered to 18. Amen. Glory be to God. 26th Amendment passed, granting voting rights for 18-year-olds. Amen. Hello, Mike Potito. We're so glad to have you. The 26th Amendment Amendment passed, granting voting rights to 18-year-olds. The amendment is largely a result of Vietnam, Vietnam War protests demanding a lowering of the voting age on the premise that people who are old enough to fight should be old enough to vote. Uh, Six o'clock. It's six o'clock. It's six o'clock in the evening. Amen. 1975, voting materials in various languages. Amendment to the Voting Rights Act required that certain voting materials be printed in languages besides English so that the people who do not read English can participate in the voting process. Amen. 1993, making voter registration easier. National Voting Registration Act passed intend to increase the number of eligible citizens who register to vote by making registrations available to the Department of Motor Vehicles and Public Assistance and Disabilities Agencies. 
Amen. To the year 2000. See the changes keep going on and on, year after year after year after year. Oh, okay. Amen. Thank you. All right. You ready? Because I just got to run and do something. Well, it's only the last three, four, five. Okay. Well, I'll let you do the last five. Um, I'm at 19. I'm at the year 2000, Dion. So I'm gonna I'm gonna give it to you now, while I run in the kitchen real quick. <clears throat> Thank you. Hello, okay. Patricia. All right, residents. Residents of U.S. colonies are citizens, but cannot vote. A month before the presidential election, a federal court decides that Puerto Ricans living in Puerto Rico through U.S. citizens cannot vote for the U.S. president. Presidents of U.S. territories, including Puerto Rico, Guam, American Samoa, and the U.S. Virgin Islands, nearly 4.1 million people in total cannot vote in presidential elections and do not have voting representation in the U.S. Congress. 2001. <clears throat> Uh, debate should debate should voting rights be taken away for felons for how long? The National Commission on Federal Election Reform recommends that all states allow felons to regain their right to vote after completing their criminal sentences. Nearly four million U.S. citizens cannot vote because of past felony convictions. In most states, felons are prohibited from voting while they are in prison or on parole. In some states, especially in the in the South, a person with a felony conviction is forever prohibited from voting in that state. These laws are are a legacy of post Civil War attempts to prevent African African Americans from voting. Ex-felons are largely poor and disproportionately of color. 2002, massive vote reform. To solve elections inconsistency with more federal uh, standards, the Help America Vote Act is passed in response to the disputed 2000 presidential election, massive voting reform effort requires states to comply with a federal mandate for provisional ballots, disability access, centralized, computerized voting lists, electronic voting, and the requirement that first-time voters present identification before voting. Um, 2009, the Military and Overseas Empowerment Act. Did you want to say something, Apostle? Um, thank you to God. So we're talking about, I'm going to stick with 2002 for a second, Dion, and then I'll bring you back. So the okay. massive voting reform to solve the uh, election inconsistencies, there were so many inconsistencies. And we already know that um, during that time, uh, 
um, when they were voting, that was during George W. Bush time. Nobody was happy with what was going on with him. And they really wanted them to, to check the vote to see what was going on. They were talking about that they were rigging all of the tallies and there was uh, there was uh, stuff happening to the, the voting machines. So because of that, there was a massive voting reform. So this is why they were talking about that. So HAVA, which is the Help America Vote Act, they passed it to dispute the, the presidential election. Amen. So now it's start now it's complying with the federal mandate for provisional ballots. So so now when you go in you see that it's low that they have a section that's low enough for people that's disabled. I don't know why they think everybody can stand upright all the time, but thank God they have lower uh, places where the people can come and sit. I mean, even when I came in, they offered me a chair, so I was very happy about that um, because sometimes I can't stand for long periods of time. Amen. Glory be to God. Um, and the centralized, computerized voting list and the electronic voting and the requirement for the first-time voters. So we thank God that they made these changes to make the make voting more fair. Amen. Glory be to God. 2009, this is during Barack Obama's presidency. Go ahead, you can read that, Dion. Hello, Patricia Edwards. Go ahead, Dion. Okay. Uh, the Military and Overseas Empowerment Act. The act established more efficient means for troops stationed overseas and ex Patriots to request and receive absentee ballots through the mail or electronically. Just because, just because you're overseas does not mean that you still don't want to vote. You want to be able to vote back home even though you're our way. So they made these different um, avenues so that people who are in other countries or not in their own state or city can do these things called absentee ballots. So they can't do it in person, but they're going to still send their ballot along so that they can be counted. Amen? Amen. Do we have any questions? Well, amen. Go ahead. Let's quiz round this up, Dion. Okay, 2013, part of Voting Rights Act struck down. The Supreme Court validated a law requiring that politicians in states with a history of discriminating against minority voters get federal permission before changing voting rules. Civil rights activists say the law is still needed to ensure fair political representation and access, in vo access to voting. Amen. Do we have any questions here? <clears throat> I I think this was a good teaching. This is on my page if you need to continue reading it because I know I know everybody's like that was a lot to take in and I know it was cuz when I even when I was reading it I was like sitting there saying, "Oh my god, are you for real? Did this really happen?" But of course it did. Amen. <laughs> Uh, for a long time, we went through a lot of changes in these states, 
and especially for the rights for our rights. Amen. For us being minorities and not the majority, we had to fight for everything that we have. And now what our what our kids and grandkids take for granted, amen. A majority of us come from Indian heritage. If not, we have the slavery background or Jewish heritage. And all of us, you can, as you can see, we were treated like second-class citizens always. And nevertheless, the Native Americans had a hard time, and this was their land. And they had to really fight for their rights. Do you see? They, they not only had to apply for citizenship, they had to sue people in order to be able to, amen. And yes, we are still fighting. It does not end. So we can't take this for granted. We really can't. The, the opportunities that we have now, when we begin slacking, it would be the whole reason for why they would say they don't vote anyway. Why even bother? You know, and that's sad to hear, but it's truthful. Because if we're not voting, then that means we're not in this process of fighting what is going on uh, in that White House. Amen. We, if, they, if they pass a law that we don't agree with because we didn't sit back and we didn't vote no on it and we allow it to just pass, then I'm going to tell you something. It's our fault. Amen. Uh, if the lie that's being told today is, oh, I'm not voting because it's it's not my responsibility. Yes, it is. Your mother, grandmother, grandfather, aunts, uncles, whoever it was, fought for the right for you to vote, you knucklehead. And I'm going to say it just like that. Amen. It is not okay for you not to vote. Voting is the reason why we remain free. Voting is the reason why we can remain getting opportunities that we couldn't get 15, 20, 30, 40, 50, 100 years ago. And now we have more opportunities today because of our voting stance. And now that is dropping off in the minority sector. We have to fight back and bring that pool back up so we can overtake what is happening. Amen. This country is falling to the wayside, and we have to we have to do something about it. Amen. Yeah, I'm feeling better now. I I took some um. I don't think it was a heart attack, but I don't think it was gas either. I might have been on the way, um, but I'm all right. Amen. That was a lot to take in. Amen. Um, tonight, we're praying for Can you say that again? Joseph Barnhouse Sr., I love this here. Einstein said, the only thing that evil needs to win is for righteous people to do nothing. And is he not telling the truth? I am so appreciative of you, Apostle Barnhouse. That's the truth. If we do nothing, we get nothing. And if we get nothing, 
We deserve nothing. We should have nothing. Nothing. Hey. Hey. I mean, really think about that. I mean, really take that to heart. <laughs> Amen. You know, a lot of people come here from other countries because they say this is the land of the free, and then they want to complain about this place. And yet when they find out that they have no rights and they, they want to talk trash and want to go out and fight and argue and they want to start marching, and then they find out, okay, you march for absolutely no reason. But some of it does work, some of this does help, and some of it does make change. I mean, if that was not true, when we was all marching from Selma to Washington, D.C., because we wanted to fight for our rights so, so we can sit on the bus in any place where we wanted to sit, sit any place in any store that we wanted to sit, if we wanted to sit at the counter, amen, glory be to God, and not way in the back where nobody could see us, where we can come in the front door and not come in the back door. This is what I'm saying. Our kids don't even understand that this is what we had to go through growing up. Amen, glory be to God. We had to have separate bathrooms. We had to have separate, amen, glory be to God, water fountains, and they labeled them for us to drink from, colored and, and white. Amen. Glory be to God. You had this drink from the ones that they set up for us. Amen. Glory be to God. And here it is. Now we're just talking. Now all be all my life I only knew about what the, 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 the African American side of this, but now we're hearing about the Indians. We're hearing about the Asians. We're hearing about the Mexicans. So they, they not only treated us badly, but they treated everybody across the board badly. Because if they can discourage us from voting, then they can always keep who they want in the house. Amen. They won't let the people's choice go in because the people aren't voting. Amen. So if the people aren't voting, amen, glory be God. We want to bless the Lord for Nancy Wallace being in the house tonight. Amen. Also the Irish, amen, glory be to God. If you was not of a Protestant, if you were not a Protestant male and you didn't own land, amen, and you didn't pay your taxes, you did not have the authority or the right to vote, amen. I, I hope and pray that young people come across this video and hear what I'm talking about today. And, and and resonate something in their ear, in their spirit, about wanting to vote. Uh, I never forget my mom. Me and her used to talk because she used to work for a fair share here in Boston, and they did a lot of work um, before mass share came around. <laughs> go ahead. You can go sleep. Night, night. And I am telling you, she helped fight for bus stops here. Um, there would be empty fields, and she took a stick and she stuck it down into the ground to show them. You see these big, big holes? Those are mouse, those are the rat holes. Amen. Yeah. <laughs> if you're sleepy, you're going to leave me. Good night. Amen. And she fought for a lot of things. 
But what amazed me most was my mom said, I said, Mom, where are you going? She said, I got to go pick up some people so they can go vote. And I, I looked at my mother crazy because my mother didn't have a car. Do you know my mother went to people's houses, picked them up, took them to where they needed to go vote at on the bus and took them to go vote? She did this, and she did it every year faithfully. And I was so amazed, but this is how much the, our parents and grandparents' generation was serious about voting. I need us to get there, back there, too. I need us to that if somebody needs help getting to the voting polls, and I mean, we ain't even talking about the major presidential election. We want to go to the primaries. Let's start conditioning them there. Because just like when you potty train a child, amen, glory to God, once you slap those underwear on them, they're still peeing on themselves. But after a while, they learn, and they get adjusted, and they start holding themselves better, and they start using the toilet a little bit better. Amen? <laughs> amen. So this is what we have to do with our young people. Do you need me to give you help to get there? What do you need? Amen. Let's find a way to get some cab vouchers so they can just pick them up and just take them straight to the voting polls and back home. Amen. They ain't going nowhere else but to the place that we designate them. Amen. I'm looking for that to happen this year or even next year. We're looking to do some marvelous things. Um, as as the Lord is, is awakening, amen, glory be to God in this season and opening things up, we're understanding that this is what we need to do to change our country back. We lost a lot of stuff because, like I said, we lost a generation of parents and grandparents, and now we need to get this set of parents who's getting ready to turn into grandparents to understand that our new generation need to learn what we learned from our grandparents and great-grandparents. Amen. Some of us still have our great-grandparents and grandparents, and some of us don't have our grandparents at all. Like I said, my grandmother never had too much words of wisdom for me, but when she did give me some, I'm going to tell you, I, I took it and ran with it. She said, she said girl, because I was 14 when I got pregnant. Oh, my God. She, she said to me, she looked at me and she said, so you're pregnant. I don't care. She said, I know you're going to take care of that baby, but she said, this is what I want you to do for me. And I looked at her crazy, like, what is she, what, what, what do you mean? She said, I don't care. Whatever you do, don't you stop going to school. And she literally blew me away, like, blam, are you serious? You don't care that I'm 14 years old and pregnant with a baby, but you want to make sure that I continue going to school. Well, whatever she said to me must have resonated deep in my spirit because every time I turn around, I'm in a class. If I'm not teaching it, I'm in it. And I believe you me. I, I understand why she said that. My grandmother said she did not get an opportunity to learn the way she wanted to. Because when her, her mother died when she was four and her sister had to raise her. So when she turned 14 years old, they, they made Henry marry my grandmother and she was not happy about it. 
because the minute she got married to him, the beatings came, and after the beatings came, came the kids. So there was no time for school because the minute you got married, they took you out of school because you had to stay home to take care of the family. You, you was the wife. You stayed home. You had the kids. Amen. Remember that old saying, barefoot and pregnant? Well, it was true. Amen. So now just me listening to her, and I showed my children the way. And it's so funny because my daughter and them used to tease me about me going to school. Here I am. I'm in my 30s. I'm still going to college. Here I am. I'm in my 40s. I'm still going to college. <laughs> when I was in my 40s, I went to, I went, took my last two classes for my associates, and my daughter says to me, I can't believe you in school, and here you are. And when she, when she found out, I got straight A's. <laughs> Amen. She found out I got straight A's. She said, oh, my God, you're such a nerd. So now who's in school trying to improve themselves but my daughter? And now she's trying to improve herself, and she's trying to be super nerd like mom. <laughs> Amen. So I'm glad I had that um, effect on her. I really am, and I'm hoping and praying that some of my other stuff that I let fall to the wayside as I begin to pick them back up, she understands that and starts picking that up as well because as a young person, she can attract and talk to other young people. So if I can get these two young people to start talking to young people about, come on, let's get out there and let's vote in the preliminaries. Let's vote for our state reps. Let's vote for our state councilmen or aldermen. Let's vote for our mayors. Let's vote for our governors. Let's vote and vote and vote for all of these people. Amen. Let's just vote for the chief of police. Let's vote for all of these different pizza parts of the office that they need to vote for to put these people into place. Let's learn about them, what we need to know about them. Let's break down what their positions are. Amen. Glory be to God. And I'm telling you, with that information right there, if a young person can come and speak knowledge, do you know a young, another young person will respect that? Because they'll say, wow, we didn't know that. Oh, okay. And then they'll get up and do it. It'll bring about change, and that's what we're looking for. And it has to happen with our young people. Amen? Amen. All right. Um, we was going to pray for it. Because that teaching took so long, we was going to pray for a couple of, um, of um, Donald Trump's cabinet. And tonight we were going to pray for... Uh, Ryan Zink, amen. So he's the interior secretary, amen. I want you to keep him in mind. Um, please, um, he's the interior secretary. I would love to go through all this. Um, some people are sleepy. It is getting late. <laughs> I didn't know this was going to be long like the Shuva. So I just want everybody to know that we'll pray for them tomorrow night. We'll go into deeper details with them. Amen. And I do want to thank you for who everyone who has stopped by here to hear about our government. Amen. And our prayer. Amen. This is if my people. So let's do tonight's prayer. And today is day eight. Amen. Confess your trespasses to one another.
and pray for one another that you may be healed. The effective, effective, fervent prayer of a righteous man availeth much. And that is James 5 and 16. Father, give us your guidance and strength as we honestly confess our sins to you and to one another. And give us compassionate hearts as we pray for each other and our leaders across the country and the world. Rid us of judgment, condemnation, amen, glory be to God, and pride and filled with us with the spirit of grace, mercy, and love. Create in our hearts a fervent desire to pray every day for your leadership and reign in our lives. Amen, glory be to God. So I thank you. Amen. Hallelujah. Gian Parker, please pray us out. Hello. Go ahead. Okay. All right. Father God, we thank you for tonight. We thank you for tonight's teaching. We want to bless your name. We give your name all the praise and the glory. Bless all the ones that stopped in on and listened to the teaching. And we give your name the praise, the honor, and the glory. In Jesus' name we pray. Amen. Amen. My name is Apostle Orlena McQueen. I want to bless you, Lord, express each and every last one of you. I love you. You be blessed and thank everyone who has stopped by this evening. Uh, glory be to God for each and every person. Hallelujah. We just want to say thank you and bless you. Amen, 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 and thank you once again. If you have any questions, contact me here on Facebook. Amen, glory be to God. You can uh, go to our website, itvmctrainingplace.com. Amen, glory be to God. You guys be blessed. Thank you, and i talk to you again. Amen. Hello? Yes, ma'am. Hold on for just one second. Okay. Thank you for helping me, Dion. I really appreciate it. Hey guys, it is Ryan. I'm not sure if you know this about me, but I'm a bit of a fun fanatic when I can. I like to work, but I like fun too. It's a thing. And now the truth is out there. I can tell you about my favorite place to have fun. Chumba Casino. They have hundreds of social casino style games to choose from with new games released each week. You can play for free anytime, anywhere. And each day brings a new chance to collect daily bonuses. So join me in the fun. Sign up now at ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. VTW. Void. We're prohibited by law. See terms and conditions. 18 plus.